telling you this is Offhand with Steven and Lydia. I'm Steven. And I'm Lydia. Welcome back. We hope you're doing well. Yes. We're doing well. We are doing well. We are doing what we love. Yes, We're we are. podcasting. Yes, we are. And um, together, best buds, podcasting. And it's fall. I really like fall. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. It's finally starting to feel like fall. Yeah. For a while, it kind of still felt like it was summer. (laughs) I know. It's crazy. It was hard to know what to wear to school. I know. Like, when I go in, it's freezing, and when I come out, I'm going to burn up. Yeah. Mom was always like, bring a jacket, and you can always take the jacket off. Yeah. Yeah. Can't take, you know, sweatshirt off. My mom has had a hard time knowing when to, like, rotate clothes. She's like, pretty soon it's all of a sudden going to be cold, and you'll have all summer clothes still. But if we switch now, then you're going to burn up. (laughs) Crazy. Michigan weather is sometimes Uh, pretty silly. It is. But you never know what to expect. Kind of enjoying the mystery. Yeah. But I'm glad I'm glad the trees are finally starting to change. Have you been doing a lot of folly things? You and your family? Yeah, we went um apple picking. And then of course we had to get cider and donuts. Of course. Because you just have to. Do you have your pumpkin yet? Yes. Do you know what you're going to do? No. I can't decide I've either. sketched out a few things. Oh. But I haven't decided which sketch I like best. Yeah, that's hard. It's a hard decision. I know. It's always, you know, it's like a, a big challenge. Yeah. You got to make it the best. And you want to mess it you up. You got to try to beat net last year, but you know that's maybe not possible. But and you, you can't erase a carved pumpkin like you can a pencil. Definitely not. You mess up. That's you know, That line is there. Sorry. All the way through. <laughs> <laughs> you cut it. It's a little nerve-wracking, but fun. Uh, yeah. But we're not so going to talk about fall, really. That was just we a love little preview fall. of what we're enjoying right now. <laughs> That's not what we're going to talk about at all. We are now having a What's It All About podcast. Yes. Moving right along through the Old Testament, we've made it to Amos. Amos, one of the minor prophets. Yeah. It's an interesting book. Do you want to um, talk about who Amos was, or do you want to wait till later and talk about the book first? What, Let's what do you want to save do? the interesting things about All Amos right. for the so end. So you just want to do the, the book overview first? Yes. Okay. Let's right. do that. All right. You want to start, or you want me to start? Um, uh, I can start. Sure. All right. Go for it. So Amos is actually kind of... Um, it's kind of a sad book a little bit. It's a little hard. It, it it's, is. It's really, it's God getting angry at the Israelites because, you know, yeah. they were not following his laws again. No. Nope. And I should say Israel, not the Israelites. I mean, that there's the same, but I wanted to make a mention that it wasn't like the, the, the tribes had been separated. Right. There was Israel and there was Judah. Judah. Yeah. So this is Israel specific. Right. Yeah. Special message for them. It's a little confusing, but I just wanted to, to say that. Um, so many in Israel, um, they were they were not, they were being hypocrites. <gasps> Explain what that means to us. Steven. So they were saying one thing and acting completely different. That's what hypocrite is. Yeah. And it's easy to do. Yeah. They had gone through this time of, they had a lot of prosperity, a lot of good things happening to them, but they weren't enjoying that by realizing God gave it to them. They were abusing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were trampling, the Bible says they were trampling over the poor. 
Not treating yeah, them well. Sad. No. They had a lot, and they looked down on the uh, poor people because they yeah. didn't, thinking that they were better than them. Right. It was a very obvious picture of they're doing really good on the outside. They look really good. They've got all this stuff, but on the inside, they are just bad, 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 bad. Yeah. It was very. It's very sad. Yeah. And in if you read it, the, there are a lot of verses that say "woe to you," which is a Bad thing if yeah. God's saying woe to you. God to say that to you. No. no. Oh, let me read the verse of the day. All right. Because there in this part of Amos, because God, um, is, there's a really cool reminder of who God is. So he's talking, to, um, Amos is t- talking, telling the Israel, or of Israel, telling Israel what his message is of how mad God is and how he's just like really upset about the way they're behaving. And in Amos 5.21, he says, I hate, I despise your feasts and I take no delight in your solemn assemblies. Even though you offer me your burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. And the peace offerings of your fattened animals, I will not look upon them. Take away from me the noise of your songs. To the melody of your harps, I will not listen. That sounds like a pretty mad God. Yes. He is so upset about the way they're behaving. He doesn't want their worship. He doesn't want their sacrifices. He's like, I'm not going to look at it. Not because they don't mean it. I'm not going to listen to them. I'm not going to smell your burnt offerings. I don't want any of that. What I want is your heart to be right. And he says in verse 524, But let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Yeah. Now, that verse, if you think about rivers, can be really refreshing. Like, think it's like on a hot day, you just kind of like kind of want to, if you see a river, you're like, oh, I just want to go in and play in the river because it sounds so refreshing. Yeah. And, and righteousness, living God's way, is definitely refreshing too because it means you're living the way God wants you to live and he wants that. But in this particular verse, think of the river as, or God's righteousness as like a rushing river, like something that is going to just flow right over everything and you won't be able to stop it because it's like a flash flood. Yeah, because it's so strong. Water is very, very powerful. And God's judgment and righteousness sweeps away any wickedness. Yeah, oh, kind of like, you know the story of Noah where God covered the whole earth with a flood of yeah. water? There was no stopping that water. And the same water that held Noah and his family up out of destruction in that boat was the same water that wiped out all the wicked people. That's right. Kind of like that, rushing through. Can't yeah. stop God's judgment. It's going to happen. So in that particular story, Lydia, like you were mentioning with Noah, we would want to be like Noah and his family being saved um, and not like the wicked people being swept away by God's righteousness. No. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Amos is a good book for people like us who live in the United States. We're a really prosperous nation. And as a country... We've forgotten who made us prosperous and gave us all the wonderful things that we have and get to enjoy. And like Israel, we're not we're not above getting destroyed or punished for our wickedness. We really need to to come back and notice and remember that God gave us all the wonderful gifts and blessings that he's given us and and in individually we need to ask him 
to, to we need to turn back to him and follow him and and encourage other people to seek him to seek his love and his grace and his mercy and who knows god may use us to begin a great awakening in the united states wouldn't that be great that would be great it would be so exciting to see a bunch of people you know recognize god for who he is and that he's the one that made our united states great and yeah. follow him yeah and you know too how that verse was talking about not the one that you read but another verse in amos was talking about how israel was trampling over the poor if if we have something that god has blessed us with we would, should want to share maybe something of that with someone who does need something yeah definitely we yeah. need to notice others around not, us and see if we can help them. Yeah, not look down on someone because they don't have something that we may have. Yeah. That's a good point, Stephen. Now, um, the book of Amos also has a couple other mini lessons. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of <laughs> neat. Yeah, little little things, little nuggets that you can take away. Um, one of them was that uh, Amos was not actually a, a prophet. I mean, no, he's not... Uh, not officially. Uh, not officially. It yeah. wasn't his job That's right. to be a prophet. His job was actually, he was a shepherd and a farmer. Yeah, which is really cool because it's a good reminder that God speaks through ordinary people. People with just simple, ordinary jobs can have great messages from God to yeah. share with people. And it's sometimes, like, not where you expect it to come from. You don't always hear like amazing godly things just from your pastor or some, you know, person who you think of as a like a great spiritual leader. Sometimes it comes from just a buddy or um a stranger. Yeah. Which is neat. Yeah. Yeah. And also uh, another one is interesting about Amos. He was from Judah. Remember how we talked about how Israel and Judah were like divided into separate two kingdoms things? almost. Yeah. So God sent Amos from Judah to go speak to Israel. Sometimes when God speaks to us, he uses outsiders. Like I was just saying, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe not someone necessarily in your own group. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's. Did you know too that um, because he was an outsider, uh, the book of Amos actually tells that Israel didn't really like that. They were like, hey, Get out of here! You <laughs> don't on, you man. don't belong here. You don't you don't live in our land. <laughs> they got yeah. a little mad. We don't always like people that we don't know telling us what to do. <laughs> yeah, because they're usually probably right. Probably, and we don't like to be told we're wrong. That is true. I don't like that. Another interesting thing that we learned from Amos is that God used object lessons to teach um, Amos what to say. He showed him a plumb line, which is like a, a special line that tells if something is straight. And oh, a lot yeah. of people use it for like building houses and things like that because you want to make sure you're building everything straight. Right. You don't want it crooked and falling over. So God used the object of a plumb line. He also used an object lesson of like a basket of fruit. And these yeah. were these were things that Amos would know really well, and so God used those as object lessons to be like, "Hey, you know what this is, right, Amos?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's a plumb line." Yeah, yeah. God likes to do that that's so that free. we really get it. Yeah, you know, He doesn't want us guessing all the time what He's saying. He wants us to understand it because He's a He's a good God. Yeah, He's not going to give us this confusing message and be like, I "Hope you figure it out," because if not, I'm going to keep being mad at you. <laughs> He's like, I want you to get this because I love you and I want you to turn back to me and do the right thing. 
Yeah. So those are some extra little things we found extra while, while reading Amos. <laughs> and maybe you also might notice something that we didn't yeah. when you read it. Yeah, and you should tell us. Yeah. We would love to hear what you think of the book of Amos. I think we should tell some jokes, though. All right. I love a good joke to give the bunny bone a poke. Do you want to go first? I do want to go first. All right, go for it. Knock, knock. Ooh, knock, knock. It's been a while. Okay, um, who's there? Amos. <gasps> Amos who? I miss you. Can I come in? <laughs> <laughs> sure, buddy. <laughs> I love a good joke. We'll laugh from here to Roanoke. Be a knock, knock, say riddles. We're going to check it I have a joke for you and your puppet podsters. All right. What do you call a lady who has one leg a little shorter than the other one? Um, I call a lady. Eileen. (laughs) 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 That's great. I love a good joke. Oh, poor Eileen. (laughs) That would be a hard life. Just leaning a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She probably could fix it with some cool shoes. She probably could. They have so many cool things out now. Yeah. Well, Puppet Podsters, if you do read Amos and you want to talk to us about it, we would love that. Or, you know, if there's other things you want to tell us about, maybe your favorite fall thing to do. We talked about picking apples and cidering donuts and carving pumpkins. And maybe you go on a hayride every year. Or, I don't know. Or corn maze. Oh, yeah. Corn maze. Yeah. Or have like a bonfire. Or the pumpkin junkin. Have you seen those? Uh, A what? Yeah, where you put the pumpkin in like a catapult. Catapult and they go, pumpkin chuckin. Yes. (laughs) That's just fun to say. It is. Yeah. So anyway, you can email us at stevenlydiasang at yahoo.com and tell us all about it. Or you can tweet us at stevenlydia. Yeah. Or check out our website, G-H-H-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Yeah. Did I mention, did you mention YouTube? I didn't do. All right. We also have a YouTube channel, G-H-H-I-N-C. We do. Check it out. And thanks for joining us. This has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands.